G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for another of our Australia Decides Song of You series for 2020. Mm. This episode's all about Jack Vigendale. It is indeed. Gonna say, probably a performer that maybe splits opinion here in Australia. Yes. But um, I think he's got a lot to give on this one. Well, I think everybody knows who he is. Mm. Everyone has an opinion, but everyone knows who he is. Absolutely. Let's have a little chat about his bio. 23 years old from Mona Vale in New South Wales, just north of Sydney. However, he did spend a bit of time in North Queensland, Dale. Yes, that's true. As a North Queenslander myself, I can say that he did attend my primary school, Cannavale State Primary School. Oh. Big up, North Queensland. God, we say he's the second most talented person from Cannavale uh, Primary School, was he? Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly wasn't the first. But it also was many, many years after I attended, may I just say that. Gosh, I can only imagine. Uh, so anyway, he came to prominence in 2011. As a 14-year-old, he won Australia's Got Talent. He did an amazing audition where he did I Have Nothing by Whitney Houston, mm. garnered 23 million views on YouTube. It is quite really something for a 14-year-old kid. Uh, well, like a lot of reality show alumni here in Australia, his career kind of stalled after that. He went on a journey of self-discovery as most young people kind of do. Mm. And he came back to Australia for The Voice 2019, where he finished as a semi-finalist and he was coached by none other than guy sebastian ah so did a really good job i did watch that series and i thought he was really really good yeah no it was nice to see him come back because obviously a very talented young kid went over to la (laughs) not a great place to find yourself if you ask me (laughs) but hey you know i I understand trying to make america he was obviously really quite um you know uh was big on those videos that he did of getting 23 million so why not have a crack all right let's have a talk about his song dale this is jay vision i am king i am queen so bright, I can barely see. I cried to my mother. Sometimes the world seems so bad. Then I remember that I am king, I am queen. I'm gonna throw to you. Tell me what you like about this one, Dale. I think the thing I like most about this is actually the message in the song. Uh, It feels, this is the most authentic thing I think I've seen from Jack Vigeon. Like he's got a lot of Instagram followers. Um, He is a lot about the visual. And I felt like for the first time I understood Jack's story. And I I think it really resonates with people. Um, And I think particularly anyone within the LGBTIQ community as well, I think, I don't know, it has a special resonance. Anyone I know who's listened to from that has probably jumped onto it a little bit more than maybe their straight counterparts. I mean, that just might be who I've come across with it. Uh, Also, look, I think Jack's a really talented performer and he can definitely sing. He also is a name. You know what? He does have uh, a popularity amongst those as much as people may not warm to him. There's a lot of people who do really like him. So he has, you know, a lot of people who follow him who um, he has a lot of popularity and bring that authentic message across with some of that kind of popularity. And, you know, that's got to be a positive. Yeah. Look, I'm going to agree. I've written, the first thing I've written here is authenticity. This song feels like it is a lived experience. And we always say the most successful songs come from that. 
of mm. that space. So well done straight away. It may be really slickly produced and it may be a very, you know, all, all sorts of other things going on, but I do feel an authenticity through that song. Mm. I also think that I think it's got some really nice peaks and troughs in this where it gives him a chance to show the vulnerability in his voice and also belt out some particularly, you know, kind of striking notes as yeah. well. So yeah. he has that ability in that three minutes to show that. Um, I think he's going to belt this out live. Hmm. Hopefully he doesn't overcook it, but I really feel this is going to come to life on the stage, like we've said with a lot of the Australia Decides songs this year, and I'm not going to discount the TV experience. He will be able to sell this down the barrel of the camera, expect the Mel Melfest spin. Uh, you know, it's just Something, got this yeah. written all over this song. But he knows, and we do have some performers, as we've mentioned before, have got the TV experience and some don't. He has got it. I think he'll be able to sell this song. I mean, he's just been recently performing in America on America's Got Talent. What better warm-up act? <laughs> when Really? Well, yeah, so oh, wow. he's been doing the Champions America's Got Talent. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, I think performing in front of America and in front of Simon Cowell, um, saying that's a warm act for Australia to side, it's probably the other <laughs> way around, let's, let's be honest. But it just shows that he's just going to be able to come out and be professional, know what he's doing compared to some of the other artists. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a, that's a massive positive. And know the way the television thing works. Yep. Because that's a big advantage. You, you can't put a price on that. All right, we need to talk about cons. We need to mm. talk about possible drawbacks on this one. Chuck it away to you there, Oh, look, uh, I don't think anyone would be surprised that he is a divisive character. I'm not really sure why, because I don't think his personality is anything divisive. I think people just haven't warmed to him mm. on his return. I, um, I really find that odd. But they, they haven't. Um, I think some have and some haven't. He is he's divisive for some reason. Um, also, I think he... It's almost like there's too much happening with his vocal, and I'm not sure if I feel, is this Jack's vocal or is it uh, fitting into that Sam Smith type of era we're in at the moment? Like, maybe it, the vocal doesn't feel super authentic, um, but I don't know. Like, sometimes you're in an era and that's just popular at the time, and I, I don't know. There's something just where the vocal there, there's too much happening with it. The gymnastics are not right. Mm. Uh, I think he's over-engineering some of his vocals. If he just played it straight down the line a little bit, it might just work a little bit better. Uh, look, I'm not a vocalist. I'm just saying what I see. <laughs> you know, and I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a punter. Um, the other thing as well, I, I just feel like it's, it is a bit done before. Like, we have heard there is a Sam Smith comparison. Let's not, like, beat around the bush. Um, I just think it's going to probably struggle to stand out with some of the other ballads as well. We have a lot of power ballads happening. Is he going to be the one that goes to the top of the list, or is he going to be in the middle of those ballads? No, fair enough. I think they're all uh, decent comments there. In fact, I'm going to concur with a couple of them. Um, yeah, look, the Sam Smith comparison comes up all the time. It really, really does. Uh, I don't know if it's his problem that he sings like Sam Smith or Sam Smith sings like him. I don't know. Yeah, it's right. you know? I mean, true, 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 true. <laughs> um, ultimately, I think this is a solid song that has authenticity, but it lacks kind of competition elements. There are some high points there, and I think he can get some good jury score and can get some good 
public score, but I don't know if he's going to get both enough to get to the top. Like, not higher in either, exactly. either one? Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of... And in this, this run of 10 songs, it kind of strikes me as it might fall in the middle of the road. I also, and I've said this for a few songs now, I can't see the staging narrative for this apart from Melfest spin, guy standing there wailing, singing his song. Yeah. And ultimately, in, in, in a year where you need to stand out in staging and probably originality and wow factor might be the difference, mm. I don't know if this song delivers that for him. So You can't just rely on being a good singer no, and because belting got, out a performance. Because we've got plenty of them. Yeah. And ultimately... It's a year of those, isn't it? Yeah, it mm. is. So mm. that's where I think it falls down for me a little bit. Okay, well, look, we're the, not the only two with an opinion, believe it or not. Um, we do have a full Aussie Vision team of a lot, lot of comments. Now, we've grabbed out a couple of them. We're going to hear from Emma, and then we're going to hear from Steve. Jack comes to Australia Decides with a gospel-style ballad that will draw obvious comparisons to Sam Smith. There's no denying Jack's talent, and he really shows off his vocal range here. It's a good quality ballad, and I love the backing singers, but for me, it doesn't really go anywhere. It reminds me a bit of last year's UK entry by Michael Rice, and we saw where that finished. I think this would struggle to make the final if it was our selected song, and I don't think it will score particularly well at Australia Decides. Jack Vigden's I Am King, I Am Queen is a very emotional song. I think it's one that comes from personal experience, and you can tell that he's really singing from the heart. Um, it's going to rely heavily on exceptional live vocals because the range he has to cover is massive. I do feel it's a little bit overdone for me, um, and I don't like the abrupt ending. I also think that comparisons to France's entry Roi last year are inevitable, and that may work against him. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. Do they kind of agree with us there, Dale? Do you agree? I would say no surprises there. I think yeah. what they probably had to say is probably what we're thinking, probably what a lot of other people are thinking. But I think everyone is still like, Let's wait and see the live. Yeah. Like a lot of songs. This is really showing how much Australia decides this year is going to really rely on that live performance. There are a lot of similar songs. And if he can come out and do something great, um, he could really win over people. And I hope if he doesn't get anything out of this, he at least gets that winning over and maybe loses his divisiveness about him. I don't mm. get it. Don't and get hopefully it. that loses away because I think this is such a, a nice, authentic song to him. Absolutely. And I love the authenticity of it. Let's get to the dreaded rap and rank for our style. I'll start. Look, Australia Decides for me and Jack seems like a natural progression somehow. I don't know why. And I think he's got a really good, authentic, solid song here. So I, I don't mind it at all. I hope he does himself justice on that stage. I think he will put in one of the vocal performances of the night. For me, it's seventh out of ten. But having said that, I still really quite like this song. I really, really do. Yeah, look, I, I'm surprised where I ranked it because I thought it would be lower, even though it's not super high. No offense to the song, all to Jack. I just thought it's such a strong year. But what really got me about this song was the authenticity. Mm. There are songs below this that are, are fantastic. But for me, it really spoke true to Jack. And I really felt I got an insight into him. And that's what you want from a song. And I think that's what's done very well at Eurovision. Absolutely. And I think it will come through that TV screen. Um, I'd like to see more of Jack. I'd like to see what more he can do. And I agree with you. Let's move on beyond him doing covers in reality shows, so at least doing his original in yeah. reality shows. Exactly. And maybe we're just going to see a lot more of Jack because he's a name and it's a positive that he's there. 
I've put this in seventh place as well. Oh, we agree on one. There mm. we go. Good First stuff. time. So what about the team? Where did they uh, rank Jack on this one? Okay, so the team, as we mentioned before, made up of a lot of different people, you know, mums and young people. Not us. We're not young people. <laughs> Aging and gays. That's us. <laughs> we're definitely not mums. <laughs> but like from different cities and backgrounds and genders and ages, as we mentioned. Um, this, unfortunately, did come in 10th place out of the group. Uh, it did was only three points off equal eighth though. When there was over six hundred, nearly seven hundred points to give, and only finished three points behind. Yeah, like it's very, very close. Yeah. yeah, the average was about like three points, which is like the average of eighth place. You mm. know, we were seventh, so it just goes to show it wasn't like it was bottom of the pile for everybody. Obviously, it really spoke to some people, and it didn't speak to other people as much. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, thanks very much for listening. Um, that's our one done on Jack. But of course, we've got all other nine songs. And if you found this one, you can find the others. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks.